0: Get ready to experience gratitude for every aspect of your life when you have autoimmune disease or cancer and in a way that you never thought possible. It's time to say no to that list of three things and yes to gratitude on your own terms. This is the Grateful Warrior podcast and I'm your host, Holly Bertone. You deserve love, happiness, and laughter. So let's get started. Well, hey there, sunshine. Welcome back. Today's episode, I'm super excited because you're going to learn four ways to break out of the grumpy warrior trap. And today we're going to talk about the grumpy warrior. And I want to help you fix the grumpy warrior trap if you're in it. And if you've been dealing with the side effects of autoimmune or cancer for more than three months, you've probably been in this trap in the past, or you may currently be in it. And I know you've probably heard me mention grumpy warrior before, and you may think you know what it means, but today I'm going to go in deeper. And talk about some stuff that we haven't covered before. So first of all, what is a grumpy warrior? And you're likely a grumpy worrier if you feel stuck in a broken body and feel like there's nothing you can do about it. Or even if you try to make some changes, just nothing seems to stick. And when you were diagnosed, someone with probably very good intentions uh, told you to make a list of three things that you're grateful for. And maybe you've done that. But every time you start to make progress and gain some positivity, something negative happens. And then you just get frustrated and disappointed, right? And there's a lot of emotions that surround this. I would say the number one way most people feel when they're the grumpy warrior it's just this overwhelming sense of anxiety and dread at least 50% of the time because you're already at capacity before you even get out of bed some days, right? Or it's one step forward and two steps back with your health. And you kind of just want to scream out to the world like this is not the life I signed up for. And one of the biggest reasons this happens, it's because from that single moment, When you are sitting in the doctor's office and those words are spoken with that diagnosis, you have, everything changes. And over time, like you just completely lose that woman that you used to know and become just kind of the shell of your former self. And as women with cancer or autoimmune disease or other types of chronic health challenges, that change becomes who we are. That change becomes our new identity. But when you operate out of this new identity, your new normal becomes safe and our brain likes safety. And before you know it, like you literally just don't know any better. Your brain has convinced you that this new identity of being sick is safe. Like how crazy is that? Right. And the best way I like to describe it is like kind of like changing schools And remember when you were a kid and you transitioned from elementary school to middle school, actually we had junior high school, but everyone these days calls it middle school or even middle school to high school or high school to college, or your family moved and you changed schools and you're comfortable in your old school. You knew where your classes were and the cafeteria and the bathrooms. You had your schedule, you had your friends and everything was on autopilot. And then you changed schools and everything was different, right? Right completely different building layout different classrooms different cafeteria line you had to make different friends and I remember with Aiden when he was in elementary school and we went to the open house before he started middle school and I remember walking around that building how big it was compared to his elementary school his middle school was actually bigger than my high school like it was crazy and the layout was just all over the place and super confusing And he had a locker for the first time. And then we both just kind of walked around with these big eyes like, wow, this is really going to be different. And then when he was in middle school, I took him to his high school's open house. And all right, total side note here. His high school mascot is the Wolverines. And any of you are like the 80s kids like me, I'm sure you remember the movie Red Dawn, right? So like every five minutes we're walking around and I'm all like, Wallverades, Walverades, and I'm totally embarrassing him, right? And then on the way home, we're driving and I'm like, Walverades, Walverades. <laughs> Good times. Anyway, like his high school was so big, it was almost like a community college with like all the different buildings. So he had to navigate to this bigger, different world, right? And then, of course, like all the high school kids are too cool for lockers and they're too cool to wear coats to school. So now he's like carrying everything around and freezing. And anyway, all right. So back to the metaphor, Is metaphor or analogy. I always get this too mixed up. Does anyone here know the difference? Let me know. <laughs> I know there's a difference somewhere, right? I always get them mixed up. But anyway, so what happened? Was your goal to get the lay of the land? And adjust to your situation as humanly possible, right? Like, show me the way and so I can adjust. Like, I want to adjust as quickly as possible. I want to find that level of security again. Like, I want to be in that zone again, right? Like, this is human life. This is how we operate. This is how we're wired. And the problem with that is that when you feel safe, nothing's going to force you to change. So if you want to break out of the grumpy warrior trap, it is going to require some change. And I have four steps to help you go from the grumpy warrior to someone who is frustrated and anxious and, well, grumpy and become that grateful warrior to become someone who is balanced and centered and in full control of your life, regardless of what the day brings. And I call it the gratitude list treadmill. And maybe you've heard me call it this before It's when you're making that list of three things because it's what they tell you to and you're stuck on the treadmill. You're making the list over and over and over again every day and you're doing all this effort, but you're not getting anywhere. And when you focus your gratitude practice on making the list, your focus is on the activity and not the transformation. And that's why anything negative, meaning like the news or any kind of negative events, other people's moods, it's quickly going to turn your mood to match that negative vibe. Gratitude quickly loses the battle, and then it's one step forward, two steps back. Are you feeling me with any of this? And so the question is, how do we break out of this? And that's the distinction that I want to start with. And it is the person who takes those courageous steps. It's courage to get out of that comfort zone, right? To break that cycle. That's the person who is going to succeed. They focus on the transformation instead of the action, and they know that that journey From gratitude being something that you do to that internal state of being and who you are, it takes commitment. It takes action. It takes some internal work. I mean, gratitude is free and easy, but that transformation requires some effort. And I'm here to tell you the success that I'm seeing with my students in the gratitude lab, like it is blowing my mind. I am not aware of anyone else talking about gratitude the same way that I am. And I don't know anyone else who is flipping gratitude upside down and teaching it this way. And that's why I'm here, because this is what I want to help you with. I want you to learn how to be in that place where gratitude is just completely natural and internal to your being, just like the air that you breathe, to be unapologetically you again. All right, so let's get into the four things that you need to do to break out of the grumpy warrior trap. The first step to break out of the grumpy warrior trap is to start practicing gratitude on your own terms and in your own way. And I introduced this concept in my upcoming Grumpy to Grateful mini challenge. It's actually going to be live, and it is free, May 9 to 12, if you're listening to the episode in time. And this is the backbone and the foundation of what my students actually learn in the Gratitude Lab. So what does it mean to practice gratitude on your own terms and in your own way? And what most people don't realize is that when you start practicing in the traditional way, making your list and saying the affirmations. At some point, a negative event is bound to happen, right? A flare up at the worst possible time, a fight with your spouse, uh, not getting a good night's sleep, feeling like death formed over, right? And it starts with good intentions, but then it quickly becomes not even being able to get through an entire day without feeling irritated or acting like a jerk to someone you love. Gratitude is the best way to build fortitude, strength, and resilience during the storms of life. But it is failing people with health challenges For a reason, it's because making that list of three things is not the best way to get started with gratitude. And here's the thing. The truth is that while the experts have a lot of scientific studies about the positive impacts of gratitude and everyone tells you to start by listing three things that you're grateful for, there is a huge missing piece for individuals who have health challenges and that's why it doesn't stick. So when you have health challenges on top of all the normal everyday life challenges, how do you get gratitude to become a part of your life when it hasn't been working before? And that missing piece, in order for gratitude to stick, is to have a sustainable practice. You have to start looking from within first, and you have to cut back and clean out that emotional sludge before you can move forward. that process of looking within, it is scary, it is uncomfortable, and it is messy because there is a lot of gunk under the surface. That emotional sludge, like we're dealing with the mother load of the clogged drain when it comes to our emotions, right? All right, so let's say your drain's clogged. And you know in the morning, like you're finished brushing your teeth and you turn the water back on, the drain is so clogged, the water just sits there in a pool in the sink. And now you've got like your spit and your toothpaste, And then there's that annoying piece of food from last night's dinner that just kind of pops out and is now floating on the top. And then there's a piece of unidentified gunk that comes up from the (laughs) the pipe, right? Because it wants to join the party. Is that what you want greeting you first thing in the morning? So let me ask you, do you want to hold on to the baggage and all that grief and anxiety and anger and resentment (laughs) and (laughs) betrayal and all the things? Or are you ready to start looking at self care and self love and self compassion from a completely different perspective? And I am here to tell you that it is possible. My students in the gratitude lab, like we actually start by practicing gratitude on their own terms and the process of going through that emotional sludge and unclogging the drain. It is scary. It is messy. But for those who are committed to the process, like it works. And becoming a grateful person is so much more than just making the list and saying the affirmations and doing the things. That first step to move forward, with the gratitude practice, is to understand how to make this a practice on your own terms and not how they tell you to do. Right. So that's step one. Step two, if you want to break out of the grumpy warrior trap, and I'm going to keep this one short, it's to discover how to incorporate your own religion, faith, or spirituality into your gratitude practice so that you can bridge the gap and draw closer to your creator. And this applies to all faith and spiritual practices. Gratitude is a universal principle across all faith and spiritual practices, just like love. Okay. I challenge you to find one religion or faith or spiritual practice that does not say gratitude is a good thing. All right challenge on, right? It is universal. But here's the thing, and I'm just going to keep it real. Many grumpy warriors become angry, right? Myself included. I'm the first one here raising my hand. And I've had some anger issues in the past, right? It is easy, like after everything we've gone through, it is easy for that default to be in anger, angry at themselves, angry at others, angry at God, right? Resulting In that feeling like the world is against them and then putting their faith on the back burner. And in order to break out of the grumpy warrior trap, you need to be in a place where you're hopeful in the midst of the storms and understand that this is the perfect time to let gratitude be that bridge for a deeper connection with your creator. All right. So step three is to break out of the grumpy warrior trap is to practice one daily habit. So that's step three, we talked about step two. And there is a quote that says, where you are is a result of where you were, but where you go depends entirely on who you choose to be. And you can actually learn the first of these three concepts of one daily habit in the upcoming Grumpy to Grateful Live mini challenge. And the remaining two concepts I cover in my course, the Gratitude Lab. And here's the thing is that so many grumpy warriors are already at capacity And even though they are well-meaning to start a gratitude practice because of cognition and focus issues and overwhelm, they just forget or it seems like it's too much and they feel like they don't know how to make their gratitude habits stick. And if you feel this way, you're not alone. In my community, 75% 75 of individuals surveyed say that they love the idea of gratitude. They just forget to make it a part of their daily life. But those who are steadfast understand that all that it takes is one daily habit and one small win every day that will help you to make gratitude a lifelong practice. So it's not about finding um, fault or placing blame, right? It is taking responsibility and taking one small step every single day to move out of the grumpy warrior trap. And that begins with one daily habit. All right. So that is step three. And step four is our final step to break out of the grumpy warrior trap is writing and journaling. Woo! And I'll keep this one simple because I have a journaling workshop coming up that will help you even more. Or if you're listening to this, we may have just finished up the workshop. So I will be running another one soon and you can get on the wait list. Um, There'll be a link in the show notes and you can kind of check it out from there. But I also address a lot of this in the gratitude lab as well. But here's the thing is that some individuals with health challenges... They just hate to journal, right? Keeping it real. They just hate to journal. They feel like gratitude lists don't work for them. And even those who do like to journal, they just, they're not consistent with it. And if you feel this way, you're not alone. Based on my research, it's literally a 50-50 split. 50% of you love journal, 50% don't. So why is that? It's because the experts tell you to make a list of three things you're grateful for. And yes, that's beneficial right? But you're now on that gratitude list treadmill, wondering why making a list of three things or saying your affirmations, like you feel good in the moment, but then gratitude doesn't stick in the long run. And it's because those who get out of the grumpy warrior trap, they are consistent with journaling and they understand how to journal in a way that feeds their personality strengths instead of their weaknesses. They don't focus on making the list. They focus on that transformation. Think of it this way, right? Your best inspiration probably doesn't come when you're thinking about it, right? Or your best ideas. So how many times are you in the shower or out on a walk, like walking the dog, just zoning out, and then all of a sudden, a great idea pops into your head. When you journal, there's a part of your brain that actually gets turned off because you're in that state of free thought and flow. Putting pen to paper is extremely powerful. And there's plenty of scientific studies to back this up. All right. All right, so let's do a recap. We've got four steps to break out of the grumpy warrior trap. Step one is to practice gratitude on your own terms. Step two, to incorporate your religion, faith, or spirituality. Step three is to implement one daily habit. And then step four is to develop a strong writing and journaling practice. And if you're struggling with any of this, right, it is totally normal. It is all part of the journey. And especially after the diagnosis, we all have to go through it. And again, I cover these basic concepts in my upcoming Grumpy to Grateful live mini challenge. It is free. And then we go into a lot more detail inside of the Gratitude Lab. And if you're a grumpy warrior, if anything I talked about today resonates with you, if you see yourself in any of these areas, like, first of all, like, I just, I get it, right? I understand. I was that person. I know how frustrating it is to be that grumpy warrior when you feel like, Every time you make progress, life throws another curveball at you, or everything's an uphill battle and you just can't break through. But you can't keep doing the same things over and over again and expect a different result. You've got to start by taking those small steps. Start with one small win every single day. And that begins by committing to a learning process, to learn the concepts, to understand what I'm talking about, to flip gratitude on its head and start doing it differently. And if you don't change the way you do things, the things you do are never going to change. And you'll stay stuck as the grumpy warrior if you don't make these changes, right? I don't want that for you. And I know it's hard. I know. I know it feels like you're in this hole and no one wants to help you get out, right? But I am here as your coach and as your mentor. But you have to commit to making those first steps. And that's what we're doing here on this podcast and in the challenge and the gratitude lab, if you're serious about breaking out of the grumpy where you're trapped, it's time for you to decide the direction in your life. And if anything I said resonates with you, I'd love to be your coach and your mentor, who you follow. And what I'm doing, I've got this four day mini training coming up that that's going to help you take this further. So if anything I said today makes sense or resonates with you, then you have a choice. Like the upcoming grumpy to grateful challenge is free. That should be a pretty easy choice, right? And then, of course, the Gratitude Lab opening up soon as well. We'll talk about that later. So again, if you want to fix this, if you want to be serious and find a good mentor, find a good coach to lead you and guide you, right? You've got this podcast. You've got the newsletters of Pink Fortitude. You've got the upcoming challenge, right? If that mentor is me and what I'm offering here, go ahead and register for the free challenge. We will be live on May 9th through the 12th. And the link below in the show notes and the easy to remember URL is grumpy to grateful dot gratefullive So I hope to see you over there. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. And I will see you next week. Next week, we are going to go from grumpy warrior. We are going to talk all about the grateful warrior. So I'll see you then. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, it's Holly here. And if you've been feeling burned out, stressed out, and weighed down, and if the thought of another diet or workout plan is creating even more stress, I'd like to offer you a different solution. You see, we think that getting healthy means going on some crazy diet or restrictive protocol or even spending hours in the gym. And I'm here to tell you, it's not about losing weight. It's about losing the weight of the world on your shoulders. So rather than having you try to figure this out for yourself, I've put together a five-episode private podcast training series to help you get started with your very own comeback experience. The private podcast training series, it's totally free, and I'm doing something that I have never done before. In episode five, you're gonna walk away with an assessment to determine your health as it relates to energy levels, sleep, metabolic health, and weight. And when you submit your assessment, you can schedule a free coaching session with me to personally review your results and I will help you to develop your game plan going forward. Totally free, no strings attached. And I'm not sure how long I'm going to offer this complimentary and personalized coaching for you. So go to podcastholly.com. That's podcastholly.com to download the series. It's totally free. And then make sure you submit your assessment for your complimentary and personalized health review and game plan. I'll see you over at podcastholly.com.